Hello everyone, my name is Sinead Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. Thank you for listening to Do You Know the New Kinky You? In this iteration, we are reading from the book Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASEX 2015 Book of the Year. And ASEX stands for American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. As again, this is a daily reflection. We are on January 4th and talking about core beliefs. Now, the way the book is broken down is the authors provide a quote and a passage, which I will read to you, give you some seconds to ponder and reflect. Think about, you know, what messages came up for you as part of the reading. And then I will go and give my reflections on what the authors had to say. And hopefully, you know, something positive will resonate with you. Uh, Some call to action on, you know, something that you could be doing better to improve your conditions and change your life for good because you know that's this that's what I do when I read these I look for if not in whole I look for things in part that I can take away and say you know what this makes sense to me I need to you know maybe either investigate further or ask more questions and see you know what it is that I need to do or what I can do to change some things up, you know, again, for the good. So let's go ahead and get started on January 4th, core beliefs. The outer conditions of a person's life will always be found to reflect their inner beliefs. James Allen. Many of us who grew up under a barrage of unending negative messages from our caregivers end up agreeing with them that we're worthless. These feelings of profound inadequacy inevitably bleed into our feelings of sexual inadequacy and a sense of failure crowds out any esteem in our self-concept. Over time, the relentless humiliation and degradation come to seem justified and deserved and become negative core beliefs about ourselves, a negative self-structure. Desperate to find any light inside, we struggle against any number of problematic behaviors, some of which turn into addictions that appear to confirm those negative core beliefs. When low self-esteem prevails, a false sense, a false self may develop to hide behaviors we think just prove our disgracefulness so we can function, or at least get by. Or, for others of us, this negative self-structure leads us not to cover up, but to create a grandiose, distorted self-importance. Either way, we're left empty and alone, self-rejecting at our core. Core beliefs, however, are not etched in stone. Like any living thing, Even hurtful beliefs can flower into something positive and affirming through our desire to change and through right action. 
Begin by asking yourself why your most negative core belief is actually a distortion. In other words, why is your belief not true? Think about your unique abilities and all the things you know to be honorable about yourself. Be on the lookout for shame, which can keep you in an isolated world of negativity. And notice whenever it rears its ugly head. This is a fight that only you can fight. It's an inside job that requires a commitment to knowing the truth about who you are, even before you believe it. All right. What do you think? What did the authors present that, you know, maybe touched you? Now, what are your thoughts? What are your reflections? You know, I want to start with the the quote. Oh, and I, I don't think I said who it was by. So I'll read it again so I can tell you. The outer conditions of a person's life will always be found to reflect their inner beliefs. James Allen. Now... As a person who believes in spirituality and the universe and us being interconnected, I think that, you know, part of that is with visualization and positive thinking. And we don't always come from a place where our visions of the future are great or, you know, not even great that they extend beyond anything that requires any imagination. You know, we just kind of get through the day to day of life and we, you know, we get up, we go to work, we take care of kids. uh, We are responsible for a plethora of things and people and most of the time, we put ourselves at the very end of it. But when you see a person and you're looking, you know, there's a difference. There's a difference between a person on the inside, they're within, and the world that they are surrounded by, which is there without. Now, As we exist, our past thoughts and experiences have led us to the point where we are today. And that doesn't mean that the reflection of the without, just because it looks like this today, doesn't mean that it will look like that tomorrow. So, you know, it's really a snapshot based off of the culmination of our thoughts and experiences but it's not really until we start to you know manifest those positive thoughts and those positive experiences where you know we get a little bit more symbiotic between our within and our without so going back to the actual passage again this is one of the places where I just wonder why the authors always come from such a negative place. And this is not to say that I don't believe that there are 
people in this world who were unfortunate enough to grow up with people that were unkind or insensitive or I don't know, just not decent people. Like I'm I'm wondering to myself as I was reading this, who are these people that have these, you know, negative core issues, these core beliefs, and who were they around that, you know, you have a, a barrage of unending negative messages? I'm like, who are these people? You know, and again, sometimes it's really just hard for me to relate because that's not how I grew up. Now, when it came to sex, I've said this before, it's not that I had negative messages. I think, you know, the messages that I did have, at least from school, were the same thing, you know, abstinence only or what they call comprehensive sex education, which really just shows you this is where babies come from, um, whereas abstinence only says have sex, you'll get pregnant have sexual die, uh, have sexual get a disease where comprehensive, you know, says, okay, well, if you are to have sex, a baby could happen. You know, they take all of the negative, mostly religious, uh, sanctions out of the conversation. But, you know, when I've been faced with negative uh, messages, especially from caregivers related to sex, it was really within those contexts. Um, you know, there may be body shaming, which, you know, people are impacted by, you know. Uh, and I giggle because I was doing a transcript of the YouTube videos and I say certain things a lot. So when I hear it in my head now, I'm trying to be very mindful of it so that I don't say those things. Um, but anyway. There are people who grew up with that and sex related to negative messaging, uh, body image or, you know, just if if that is you, if you are a person that has grown up with those negative self messages, I think, you know, skip ahead to the end of the book that the authors are absolutely correct. This is a fight that you have to fight. You have to be able to look at yourself and realize that those messages that you got, they were not about you. They were projections. So if you go back to yesterday's Daily Reflection where we were talking about projection, these are really where people in your life weren't happy with themselves. And in order to compensate or to make themselves feel better, they projected their negative feelings onto you. So now that you're an adult, now that you've had your own life experiences, now that you have a better sense of who you are, if you're still carrying those negative messages, it's time to take a good look at yourself and understand why it is that you're still carrying them. Why is it that you still believe these things? And if you recognize these messages, especially in your family or somebody that you're close to, help break the cycle there. There's no reason to believe those things. I am a believer that there, most of us are inherently good. A lot of us do some fucked up shit. We make some poor decisions. 
We are not always the most upstanding of citizens, but for the most part, you know, we're good people. And so I won't run this long, but I wanted to make mention because this was in my head. My daughter the other day called me crying because she was talking to some friends and they started roasting each other. And as they're roasting each other, they started, you know, kind of being mean to each other. And, you know, as an adult, I understand that's what a roast is. You you take jabs, you say things to kind of dig and to punch, but it's all in fun. But my daughter, who is still very young, well, not very young, she's young, you know, her feelings got hurt. And so now she's upset because her friends hurt her feelings. Now, I have to tell you, people will say things, even as adults, we will hear things that people say to us about us and they will hurt our feelings. They can't hurt our feelings, you know, sticks and stones. But at the same time, you have to decide whether or not those things that they say is something that you're going to hold on to and it's something that you're going to believe. Because like I told my daughter, or actually what I asked my daughter, is anything that they said to you as hurtful as it was, Is anything that they said to you true? And her answer to me was no. So I asked, why are you going to own something that somebody else says as gospel, as the truth, when you know it's not true? Don't own anything. Don't make something a core belief when you know it's not true. And you know what? Even if you didn't know it wasn't true then, you know it's not true now. So think about your life and think about the things that you've been able to accomplish and find that positive spark. At the end of the day, if you are having trouble doing that, if you have some trauma perhaps or just, you know, some difficulty with self-esteem and trying to to fight the hurdle of getting over those negative messages you can always talk to somebody whether it be a therapist maybe a good friend and if it's specifically related to sexual issues that are impacting you in your relationships or in the bedroom you can reach out to me if not if I can't work with you directly I will work with you to find somebody that can help you so my name is Shanae Jones I am your resident certified sex coach and I thank you very much for listening You can find me across social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y. If you add a dot com, that is the website. You find my email address on the website in ways that you can contact me or send me messages through social media. Again, thank you so very much. I appreciate you and I will talk to you tomorrow.